What time is it? It's Island Time! Hey, everybody, what time is it? There's no time like Island Time. Nobody is ahead, nobody's behind. Everything's fine. From the campus of Baldwin-Wallace University on the north coast of America, right here in Berea, Ohio, it is the Island Time Radio Show, Trop Rock, music on the radio, DK, Dennis King on duty. Uh, i tell you what, if you saw my Facebook page today, Facebook post today, <laughs> uh, you saw that I got hit by a baseball, a foul ball right in the noggin, and... Uh, Everything checked out. I'm okay, so I'm able to do the show tonight. But uh, I feel like, yo, Adrian, I feel like Rocky coming out of the uh, ring right about now <laughs> as my left eye is slowly shutting. Anyway, we're going to do the show. We've only got uh, we've got a few hours to enjoy, wrap up the holiday weekend. And I believe I've got my uh, act together here, do we? Okay. All right. We're going to get this uh, started off with a uh, classic cover song of a... Uh, 60s hit, reggae hit called Hold Me Tight from Stars on the Water out west. Starting things off tonight on the Island Time Radio Show. Stick around. We've got a very special guest coming up. Erica Sunshine Lee will be joining us on the telephone. One, two, three, do it.
riding down Beach Boulevard, don't know where I'm going. Back home in Nashville, it's cold and blowing. I'm here in Jacksonville. Here in Jacksonville. The sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky. The weather's warm and the world is fine. Here in Jacksonville. Skateboarders, snowbirds, and freaks, they all walk these same seaside streets down in Jacksonville. Down in Jacksonville. Ain't no rhinestone cowboys here, but lots of folkies hang around playing guitars and just making memories down in Jacksonville here in Jacksonville I let the music take me where it will down to Jacksonville and as I'm traveling Sunset and that sky bloodshot red made me forget about that. 
Erica Sunshine Lee for crying out loud. That is off of her uh, Buried Treasure album just a couple of years ago. Very popular tune. Before that, we had Stars in the Water uh, with Hold Me Tight, a Johnny Nash classic, and Dave Signs from uh, FLA Way, uh, Beth Travers' better half. Dave uh, with a new one called Jacksonville. Brand new song. All on Island Time tonight. DK, Dennis King on duty. We have not been on the air for a while. We're kind of taking it week by week these days. Um, it looks like we'll be cool to go live t- next week, next Monday, and then we're going to see what happens. I think we might have to take a week off on the 14th, and then we'll just uh, go from there. All kinds of things going on with me uh, <laughs> health-wise. And now i got a baseball on my, my forehead, <laughs> so to add to the fun. So all kinds of good stuff. All right, we got Erica Sunshine Lee on the telephone. We're going to go to her after this quick break. Linda Robb, our remote co-host, is back for tonight's show. And we'll talk to Linda and all kinds of fun ahead. Lots of great music. I'm going to do a tribute to B.J. Thomas later in the show. That's right. And it's all on tonight's Island Time. Labor Day weekend 2021, it's the Island Fever Showcase, a two-day trap rock music fest featuring award-winning musicians and bands. This event will take place at the historic Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa. Check out this early announced entertainment lineup. Donnie Brewer and the Dock Rockers, Sonny Jim White, Tom and Coley Shepard, The Boat Drunks, 
Drop Dead Dangerous, and John Patty, with many, many more acts to be announced soon. Step into the hardwood floors surrounded by booths reminiscent of milkshakes and early rock and roll. Designated by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a rock and roll landmark, the Surf Ballroom was the final venue in which Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and J.P. the Big Bopper Richardson performed. The 2018 event was something special, so make sure you don't miss out in 2021. That's the Island Fever Showcase, Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through the 6th, at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa, sponsored by the Surf Ballroom and the Isle of Iowa Parrothead Club. For tickets, hotel information, and more, go to islandfevershowcase.com. That's islandfevershowcase.com. DK, Dennis King on duty. It is the Island Time Radio Show, and we're going to bring on the telephone first here, our remote co-host from Hudson, Wisconsin. Linda Robb is with us. Linda. Hey, DJ, how's it going? How are you feeling? Welcome back to live radio. It's been about a month. Oh, I know. Feels like it's been forever. Have you enjoyed your vacation? Yeah, it's, it's been kind of nice. It's, you know, been busy, but <laughs> nice to be back, too. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back to the show. Yeah, I had a little fun today. Yeah, you know what? So you guys probably know that DK is a huge baseball fan. Uh, me, not so much. So a friend gives us tickets to this triple uh, A team, which I only knew it was triple A because DK had to explain what that meant to me, <laughs> but it's called the St. Paul Saints. And he's telling me, I'm like, I'm worried about getting hit with that ball, you know, and you can't see it half the time. And he's like, oh, they got nets and stuff now. So we get there <laughs> and the nets aren't even like we're covered, like all the areas where we're sitting, there's like no net. So right away I'm like texting him, I'm like, hey, there's no net here. So every time the crack of that bat's going off, I'm, like, freaking out. Like, oh, is it going to hit you? Is it going to hit me? And so then when he sent me, he, he sent me a text saying, uh, yeah, I got hit by this ball, and I'm going to ER. And I'm like, you're joking, right? Because I thought he was just <laughs> razzing me because I always say that. And yeah. then he sends me a picture. And I actually thought, like, for a minute, as I was looking at this picture, I'm thinking, would he go as far, like, to ha go home and have, like, Karen put some, like, makeup on it to look like he got, like, hit by this ball? <laughs> that crossed my mind, actually. And then it's like, okay, it, it, you know, what's the odds of this happening after all this play out? But, wow. What are the odds? Yeah, yes, uh, the only person in the whole entire stadium that could have been hit by a ball today was me. And, uh, yeah, I picked that seat. <laughs> So if I had that good yeah, luck with, if I could have the kind of luck with the lottery, everything would be great. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Anyway. So anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. We're glad to be back on. And we have a very special guest. She's going to join us a couple times tonight. It is the lovely, the talented Erica Sunshine Lee. Erica. How are you? Hey. I Yeah. I'm, hey. I'm hanging in there. Good to talk to you again. You too. You know, last time I hung out with y'all, I was in Oklahoma, and I'm in Oklahoma now. That's, that's right. <laughs> are you really? What are you doing there? I played a house concert today at a Kathy Bowley's house. I had a lot of fun times with a pair of heads, and it was great friends show up, and I was playing in Oklahoma City this weekend with the um, uh, Friends of Friends. I played in Oklahoma City at JJ's on Thursday, and then a private 50th birthday party on Saturday, so it was a fun Oki weekend. Excellent. Oh. Well, Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day, absolutely. I hope everybody took a moment to uh, remember our uh, lost uh, servicemen, yes. Yeah, 
Yes, definitely want to celebrate the fallen heroes and also just acknowledge all the guys out there and girls that have men and women that are, are still serving us, that have served us to know how much and how important y'all are because I think so many people just think, well, you know, they get back in their time, but it's like from from all of the friends that I've talked to, just knowing what they've been through over there, much yeah. less knowing what they do with when they come home and trying to find work and trying to readjust back to normal civilian life. It's not easy. And then you mess mixed in there, uh, losing their, some of their best friends or losing body parts or just losing yeah. their mind over the issues that they had to deal with and coming back home, and it's just not easy. And so I just want to encourage any of them out there listening now, you're loved and you're appreciated and, and never give up. Fantastic. A great a great sentiment there, Erica, and thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. You are the uh, you have been called the hardest working uh, woman in country music, but I call you the hardest working woman in Americana trap rock as well. Uh-huh. And we all take that. I call the hardest working. I call the hardest working musician during COVID because I don't true. think she stopped. <laughs> well, maybe temporarily, but not when she had to. But couple weeks, yeah, it knocked me down. Um, but I, I, I was creative and I was innovative because you have to be in this world and and you know resourceful. And so the online streams helped a lot. Also. Um, being able to write on FaceTime and to book gigs and do house concerts and private events. And, of course, on my, you know, brief downtime when I wasn't writing songs, I was baking cakes during the pandemic so I could sell some cakes and make money. Wow. Okay. Oh. That leads, uh, by the way, say hello to Little Rob. Hi, Hi Erica. All right. This leads to my first question. How do you do it, uh, Erica? Uh, you, do you have, like, a certain routine? I mean, we see you you're doing the shows. You're selling the merchandise. You're writing the songs. You're re- recording the songs. And then you still have time to come home and visit for a while. I mean, how do you do it all? Do you have, like, a set routine, or how does it work? I don't have time to come home and visit, actually. I mean, I'm on the road all the time. I'm, I'm playing, like, 300 shows a year, typical year. Um, I wow. went home for eight weeks last year to see my parents at their home in Georgia because I couldn't go anywhere else and I was like if I'm going to die and the world's going to end I want to be my mom and daddy uh, okay cool. and write two books but how, how do you keep it all straight do you, do you keep really good records and books or what I think I luckily am blessed with uh, ADD that keeps me pretty busy and in line and I'm very OCD so the combination I guess between the two is I do write songs all the time. I mean, I have set appointments for my songwriting when I'm co-writing with other people, but when, when the song idea hits me, I just pick up my phone or my pen and start writing it down get the lyrics. Because 90% of the time, I'd say I'd come up with the lyrics first. Okay. Um, very rarely on songs like Love at 100 Degrees and Everyone Loves the Country Girl, and I do actually came up with the music first, and I just thought, man, this sounds like a really sweet love song. And I had friends that were getting married the next week in Mexico, so I... I wrote a song for their wedding, and it just depends on the situation and the mood. Sometimes I can be in a happy mood and write a sad song, and sometimes I can be in a bad mood and write a happy song. I mean, just to me, it's whatever okay. strikes me, whatever chords hit me, whatever lyrics hit me, and and sometimes it just is. I'm driving 80 miles an hour down the road, or I'm in the shower like champagne. That's why I wanted to start the music video off with being in the shower because I actually had the idea and the melody when I was in the shower. I just thought, I'm so thin, champagne. And I literally got out of the shower, ran, and grabbed my computer and started writing down the lyrics. Because for me, if, it, if I don't write them down or capture the lightning in the bottle when it strikes, it's gone forever. So I have to immediately kind of start writing when I get those inspiration moments. 
Good idea. Very good idea. Or God, God ideas, I guess I'd call them. <laughs> Linda? <laughs> yeah, so Erica, you have, uh, as you were saying, you have quite the variety of music, and not all songwriters can actually pull that off, especially when uh, doing all the traveling that you do. So how would you describe your, like, songwriting style? I mean, for me, I know that a lot of co-writers that I've written with say that I write really fast. Um, I, I definitely have ideas, and I always am talking fast and moving fast and living fast. So I guess my songwriting is the same process. But, um, I mean, I just, like I said, I write whenever the song idea hits me. But then I also have set appointments um, whenever I'm in the mornings when I'm not driving or sometimes even when I am driving, I'm sitting there on the phone like last week with a girl in Nashville writing a song, and I have the idea sometimes they get i just dictate it to them and they'll be able to write it down or i'll sing the melody and they can pick up the guitar and do it so it's not always the most conventional way um, typically i like to be in the room one-on-one or two-on-two or whatever how many people but for instance uh, i met a, a veteran at a show about a month and a half ago in gulf shores and he was telling me his story about his struggle with ptsd and addiction and his past and his name's justin touche and he tried to take his own life and and thank god that night um, that God intervened, and He's still here with us. And He said, "Music saved my life." And I said, "No, God saved your life, man. You, you just use music to be able to get through, and He used music to to be able to kind of distract you." And um, so He's able to form songs and, and things. And that night, He shared some music with me that He had probably came up with four years ago, and He never came up with words. But because of the story He had told me that night about His kind of integration back into reality and, and all the struggles that he'd been through after getting deployed four times and losing his leg. And I just started singing this song. Even if the Gila never comes, I've never... And he just looked at me like... I mean, it was it was an absolute mm-hmm. perfect puzzle piece with the lyrics that I wrote to the music that he had and the vibe and the mood. But I just think that God brought us together that night to be able to write that song. I mean, he had been playing it for people for four years and they never had the words, but it was like the, the perfect moment. So wow. the perfect storm happens at those times. And I, I we posted a video on YouTube. We got 4,000 views the first week. It was crazy because I'll promote some of my best music videos and got 4,000 views on those that were professionally filmed. So I think people can relate to that. And it, it goes out to anybody that's struggling with depression and anxiety. I've lost several friends to suicide the past year, so it's weighed heavy on my heart. Mm. And, yeah, sometimes I write songs that are uplifting or funny or drinking or party. But then, I mean, real life happens, and some, sometimes the only way I can cope through my hardships and my personal battles in life is to be able to write and have the therapy and sing about it in hopes that other people that are battling that depression or anxiety or suicide or any issues that they're going through can relate to that. And then that might be the time that they hear that song that, that makes them not go home and, and want to hurt themselves, that makes them want to have a purpose to live for, that makes them understand they're not the only people that go through this, like they're not alone. There's tons of people out there that have been through it. There's also tons of people that know how to help you. And so I feel like God's given me these words to share with people. And if it's a song about laughing and drinking or having fun or getting through the hard times, then whatever that is. But I love to be able to share the songs because I do have such a variety of catalog styles and, and lyrics and topics from, you know, fun stuff like be on vacation and island time and partying and all this but also songs about miscarriage and depression and addiction. And um, there's just so many deeper topics that I I hit on. And sometimes people might just hear the mojitos or the drinking songs or the happy songs. But if they listen to my nine albums and my catalog and don't follow me um, online and my YouTube channel, 
you can dig in and see that there's just so much more. And I, I feel like that's why I prefer to say I'm a songwriter singer, um, because a lot of artists just kind of write their own story. But I love to be able to put myself in other people's shoes okay. and, and be a character and, and tell the story from all angles or from third person or be able to kind of put myself in their shoes. Beautiful. We're gonna we're gonna do two songs right now by you, Erica, that uh, have different, definitely different styles. The new one that you are uh, promoting right now is "Single for the Summer," and then another one that I know is important to you uh, about uh, young ladies. Change the world from your previous album. Mm -hmm. Tell tell us first of all. Tell us about "Single for the Summer." Well, I was in December in Key West last year, and I was actually thinking about Isabella Stefania, one of my favorite artists and friends. Okay. And I was just thinking, man, I want to write this song for Isabella. And, and I sat down because we talked about her songs, and she needs some happy, upbeat songs, you know. And But I was also struggling in my own relationship and having issues, and I guess that could have been enough of a clue when I wrote Single for the Summer in the winter that it was like the writing on the wall. I guess it was more of a... A prophetic song for me, okay. but um, but also just in the in the grand scheme of things, in relationships, sometimes you do tend to get lost, and you might forget to be yourself, or to chase your own dreams, or to to be true to yourself, or to take care of yourself, or you know sometimes you just kind of submerge yourself into the other person and forget to kind of do what makes you happy. And so that song for me was about gaining my independence back after the breakup and getting stronger and not just kind of fading away and you know everybody gets the box of Ben and Jerry's and tissues but for me it's more of a celebration of I've got my group back and I'm going to go be myself do what makes me happy I'm going to travel I'm not going to let somebody hold me back and dictate my career and my life and uh, I made a lot of sacrifices in the last three years when I was in a previous relationship and a lot of them weren't worth it in the end of the day because um, if the person's not kind of valuing you and treasuring you and treating you with the level of respect that you deserve, you know, you should get out of that relationship. And I always tell people, if you're not happy in your situation or job or relationship or whatever, change it or change your attitude. And I had definitely overstayed my welcome in that relationship, and I was really glad to kind of close that chapter. And so that's why when the breakup happened, I knew that that song was going to be my song. I told Isabella, sorry, you can't record it, it's mine. <laughs> you can record it, but I said, I'm going to record it, I'm going to release it, because it's just so fitting for my life right now, and I want to encourage anybody out there that, you know, sometimes it's such a negative thing, like, oh, you're alone, or oh, you're single. It's like, I choose to be single because I want to be true to myself and be happy on my own, and also recover if you are going through things to be able to get stronger before you go back head first into another relationship that you're not ready for, because then I feel like you might not be as prepared to give that person your full self, you know? So when you're whole on your own and they're whole, I think it's much healthier than people say two halves make a whole, but I think two holes make a great relationship. Beautiful. Okay, do we want to talk about the other song as well, Change the World? Well, Change the World was really interesting because I was in Costa Rica playing a private event. I flew in um, all night. I got there that morning and was sitting there in the hotel room reading stories on Instagram, and I saw Sarah Blakely's story, and she found it and she's such a powerful businesswoman and um, entrepreneur and philanthropist. And I was just inspired by her story because she said, I wanted to create something. First of all, I wanted to wear pants without my panty lines showing. So she creates like the first mock-up, I guess, of, of her spanks was just cutting the, the feet out of pantyhose. But then she said, I wanted to change the dorm. I mean, I wanted to change the world, and I did it from my dorm room. And I thought that was so cool, and I was sitting there jealous. I was like, I want to change the world. Like, she's not the only girl that has a good idea or that wants <laughs> to do something. And, 
it, it doesn't matter what it is that you come up with. We've all got passions and strengths. And I know this song is, is a girl power song because I think a lot of times women need to hear it more because we need to realize, like, hey, it's not just about your physical image or your body image, all the pressures that the world tries to put on you to look a certain way and be a certain way. I just want to remind girls, especially my nieces and any other young girls out there, like, it's okay to be you. You don't have to be anybody else, and you don't have to look a certain way. Like, of course, we all want to be our healthiest self, and I always want to encourage them, if they're not healthy, to get healthy, um, whether that's too too much weight or too little weight, you know, or whether that's obsessed with material things. And it's like, I just want to leave a message behind that's positive and timeless, and I feel like that was the accomplishment. I was so excited when I played it that night and I saw a grown man cry because he said that made me think of my daughter. And I realized how powerful the song was to make a grown German man who basically doesn't show his emotions, there's no a die, to be able to see tears rolling down his face and know that it's not just a song for women, it's a song for men to treat the women with respect and to raise their daughters to be strong and powerful and confident and kind and want to do things to leave behind a legacy that makes a difference that... You know, if you do something positive and you're using your skills and talents and who you are as a person, it's going to shine. And it doesn't have to be saving the world on um, a superhero case. It can just be being a great mother. It can be raising the kid that changes the world. You know, you, you never know what child is going to become the next president or owner of a huge company or whatever. So I just think women need to know their responsibility and they need to know how valuable they are and how much they matter. And no matter how old you are, and how young you are there's no limits and my 86 year old cousin just started painting watercolors four years ago and i thought that's amazing so she sends out these watercolor greeting cards to people and that's her ministry so that that just inspired me to see like no no matter the boundaries your background your ethnicity your age like you can make a difference and um that's for men and women but i really wanted to kind of give women a pat on the back and encourage them to make a difference and a positive impact on the world Fantastic. Great messages in both of these songs, so let's do it. Uh, this is Single for the Summer, followed by Change the World from Erica Sunshine Lead. Erica, we will continue uh, this here in just a couple of minutes. Thank you. All right. Oh. 
summer, the little princess, to the tomboy running at recess, to the prom queen or the shy teen, playing food in the high school band, to the freckled face with braces, thinking that you're never gonna make it, through the 10th grade, well keep the faith, look your eyes, you'll be graduating. change the world you can be the girl that can change the world change the world change the world to the waitress or the teacher or the mama's the bleachers it ain't never too late i have dreams to chase you're strong enough to be a leader i hear what you're saying beautiful blue jean baby with a glitter heart of gold somebody stole tears rolling down your face the hearts heal after they break no matter what people say at the end of the day hey you can be the girl that can change the world That is from Erica's uh, release that came out last summer, Bulletproof. That is Change the World. Before that, we heard the brand new single, which is single for the summer. We have Erica on the telephone. Right, Erica? Yes, sir. And we got lovely Linda Robb as well. Linda? 
I am here. It's your turn, Linda. Go ahead. Okay, Erica, so your uh, single for the summer video just came out. Love the video, by the way. So I want you Thank to you. tell us a little bit about it, but I was wondering um, whose boat that was, and uh, was that you water skiing at one point? It looked like you, but... Yeah, wakeboarding. Um, yeah, in, in the second verse, you can see me, my fine wakeboarding skills, but the guy flipping was Blake Kelly. He works at Big Thunder Marine, uh, so that was awesome to be able to have them as part of the video. Uh, thank you, Blake, and Thank you to the Medlocks. They we were on some of their boats and some of the ones from Big Center Marine. So we were in the Ozarks, starting out at Margaritaville at the Trop Rock and the Ozarks Festival, I'd say, last year. We filmed a video out there and, and had a lot of fun friends and a lot of people that really pulled together to make the video happen in those three days. And I'm just super appreciative. We had uh, a friend, that the drunken screwlifter, and also screwball whiskey. So it was kind of ironic <laughs> that single for the summer was sponsored by the Drunken Screw and Screwball Whiskey. <laughs> That's great. Now your videos, they they look real professional. Do you hire a company, or does it vary from video to video? Or well, I do. So definitely, I, I work with several different videographers through the years, and this one is filmed and edited by Josh Mendez, and I produce and direct all the videos. So it's been a really good partnership working together through the years. He's filmed some of my other videos. You might remember, like, Drinking and Praying, and he edited Change the World. He's done The Bad Bitch. And, um, I just I love working with Josh. He did Mojitos. He did Give Me Some of That Good Time, California Gold, um, Georgia for This. Um, so nobody wins in Vegas. So that, that was why I wanted to choose him, because Josh is a super professional guy. We're, we work together really well. Um, he knows that I've got crazy ideas that are super far-fetched and I have these visions in my head of what I want the video to be like and he's always on board so I love Josh Thanks, man you, you really knocked it out of the park this time because it was just perfect we had a, a lot of friends that were involved some people you might recognize and a Fred Wonder and Eric Erdman and Bob Corwin and um, then we had Eric Diamond and, and the radio station with Radio Trop Rock was in it um, we were at Margaritaville in one scene. We're about a couple other different venues around the lake that I was filmed at the Lake of the Ozarks. So we, we had a blast. I definitely loved being a part of that and, and being able to pull it all together to make it work is always a challenge, but it's kind of an adrenaline rush for me as well. Fantastic. Yeah, it was a great event. And Linda, you were at that event, right? The Ozarks last summer? Yeah, I was yeah. at that event. You know, the Ozarks is a great area, and I see, too, that um, that you played at this uh, pirate bar, that Jolly Rogers. I mean, all those yeah. all those bars outside the Ozarks, you know, outside that event are just a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So, Erica, for somebody like you that has traveled so much across the country, and I think inter internationally a little bit, right, too? And what? You've internationally, internationally yeah. you've traveled? Bored extensively internationally. Tell me your favorite, one of your favorite spots, or maybe beach you know, what would you say in your travels? Well, Thailand is probably, uh, I mean, besides Key West, because that's like a home away from home for me now, but um, sometimes it's my home. Yeah. But they're, uh, in Thailand and Koh Chao, the beach there, the beaches in Indonesia and Bali, uh, some of the beaches like Newcastle and Australia, I'm, I'm obsessed with a little tiny beach in uh, Auckland, New Zealand, North Auckland, it's called Brown Bay is a phenomenal spot um i've gotten to surf all over the world mexico and costa rica and new zealand australia and i just i love 
warm tropical climate. Um, I love the beaches in Italy. They're just magical. Wow. I have been to Portofino, ridden a motorcycle, and had some of the best pizza in the world, and drank the wine in Florence and Napa Valley and the California coast and the, uh, the California Gold music video we found in Santa Cruz. And that's one of my favorite spots. I lived out there for quite a while. Just, that was almost like going back home as well. But, I mean, I love Folly Beach. I'm, I'm pretty at home in most beach areas. Yeah. But I guess as far as the most beautiful and spectacular and breathtaking views, Italy and Thailand internationally would be my top two. Um, of course, I love Costa Rica too, but the beaches and, and just the turquoise clear water in yeah. Thailand is one of my heart. That is awesome. That's fantastic. It's interesting to hear that. Uh, have you been to Australia? I know you did some work with a band that, that was from a, but did you? Yeah, I, I toured Australia five times, actually. I've really? I've written over 100 songs uh, oh. with Australian artists. Wow. And toured there quite a bit. Spent like three months out of the year playing at the Camel Country Music Festival. I've gotten a People's Choice Award uh, finalist award over there. And the Viper Creek Band, we filmed a music video in Newcastle, Australia. It's called You Saved Me. So that was my biggest song over there. Um, on CMT there in, in Australia. So I've had quite a, a fun time and it was a lot of adventures over there and, and down under in South Pacific. I've toured Fiji and Samoa and uh, like I said, New Zealand six times, Australia five times and getting to write with some of the best names and Bill Chambers and he's got a daughter that's really famous, Casey Chambers, and I've got to write with him and I've written with, like I said, over 100 Australian songs over there. So um, I had I had a good adventure. I mean, that was quite the, the fun time. I went hot air balloon riding over the outback watching kangaroos hop underneath me. Wow. So I've got a pretty charmed life like that I've carved out for myself and been blessed enough to live. Incredible. All right. And what's coming up? Uh, where are you playing this summer? Uh, big events? Anything real? This weekend I'm in Texas, and then I am going back to um, – I'm going to be fundraiser in West Alabama on the 16th of June. And then the Beach Bash, AYA Beach Bash, is June 18th and 21st in St. Augustine. And then I'll be heading back to Texas for July 4th weekend in the Houston area. And late July at the Cheyenne Frontier Days, which is the daddy of them all. That's the biggest world bar for rodeo. So I'll be playing there again in Cheyenne, Wyoming, late July. And then touring back through in August to Arizona, Utah. New Mexico and making my way back to Iowa and Illinois, rounding out September with the September 11th. Actually, right in Tulsa, where I am now, and um, and then I'll be going back through uh, from Tulsa, touring in October back through Mexico and Rocky Point, all the way back to North Carolina in September. Uh, so that's actually before September will be North Carolina, then Mexico. But if you forget it like I did, it's at ericasunshinelee.com. That's Erica with a C, sunshinelee.com. Click on the tour. And if you don't want to miss a show from me or any of your other favorite artists, just add the, the app, Bands in Town, and add my name, Erica Sunshine Lee, and you'll be able to get notifications whenever I'm playing near you. And then I'm going to end up back at Media of the Minds in November, opening for the Coral Reefer Band at the Costa Marina wow. um, so November. So I'm really excited about that. Fantastic. Cool. All right, ericasunshinelead.com is the website. Erica's going to come back on the show here in about 20, 25 minutes, and we're going to discuss a song of yours called Drinking and Praying, which I think will be fun on our What's Up With That Song uh, segment. Perfect. So we'll talk to you in a little bit, Erica and Linda as well, okay? Sounds 
understand. Yes, good. Thank you all for calling. Have a great night. We'll talk to you in a few minutes. A few minutes. This is a song called Give Me Some of That Good Time from Erica on Island Time. This is from the album called uh, Buried Treasure. Everybody's talking about the ball game coming up. I've got my colors on showing my team some love and relaxing with a little something in my cup. Fill it on up, fill it on up, fill it on up. And give me some of that good Cooler full of beer And a stash out in my back shed With a couple jars of that clear So we can turn it on up Turn it on up Turn it on up The music playing like the neighbors up the street came by to see what's going on and we're already on the third round of beer pong somebody's passing around a bottle somebody's passed out but ain't nobody about to leave this house people dancing around and they're spilling the drink come on let me hear you sing give me some of that
There she is, Erica's Sunshine Lee with Drinking and Driving Me Crazy from one of her earlier albums going back a few years, uh, 2012 on that album. It was called I'm Still Me, and we had Give Me Some of That Good Time from one of the more recent albums with the one that's kind of trap rocky, if you will. It's got mojitos on it. That's right. Erica, thank you so much for taking some time with us tonight. The website, once again, is ericasunshinelee.com. We'll have her back on for our What's Up with that song segment coming up. I listen to Trout Rock on the radio. A song comes on and I've just got to know what's Victoria's Secret, who left the seeds and stems, who's the hoe in Rio. I've asked all my friends. I think I know what it means, but I could be wrong. Hey, DK and Linda, what's up with that Trout Rock song? Thank you, Tim Campbell. Linda Rob, are you with me again? What's up, DK? I just noticed in Tim's intro there that he mentions an Erica song. <laughs> he does. Yeah, I, I, I did know that. But... <laughs> the uh, In Rio. Yeah. That's right. So maybe we'll have to do that one later. Okay. Linda, welcome back to the show. We are going to do another WhatsApp segment. Are you ready? I am ready. I, I, uh, Linda said she didn't have, she usually picks the songs, but she didn't have a whole lot of time this week. So I uh, picked this one out. It's always kind of hit me lyrically, and I thought it'd be fun to discuss. It's not really a song where it's a mystery so much like Hollow Man, where we're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on behind the story. But this one is just kind of, I just think it's worthy of, of talking about a little bit. It's called Drinking and Praying, and it is on the Erica Southern Amendment EP from a few years ago. And a couple of lines. Well, we'll tell you what, we're going to play the song, and then uh, Linda and I will discuss it here. And then we'll bring Eric on to talk about it, okay? Sounds good. Okay, Linda. This is Drinking and Praying on Island Time. Mama called and asked if I'd been to church this week I said it's hard to walk through them doors when you act like 
me I'm not sure how much God hears when I'm chugging another beer and her fussing is the last thing that I need cause I've been Awesome song. I love that. That is Drinking and Praying from Erica Sunshine Lee. We have Linda Robb with us. Linda? Hey, DK. Our yeah, song, so like you mentioned, Yeah, it's a great song. Like you mentioned, for Was Up segments, uh, we've been kind of choosing songs with lyrics that are not quite as clear to what the musician is singing about, and then we talk about it and try to guess. But there's so many great songs out there um, that, you know, some are a, a bit more straightforward, but... I kind of want to know, like, how the song was written, what it means to the musician, that kind of thing. And Erica's, uh, Erica's song is one of those. I yeah. think she's such a unique writer that she can she can uh, handle this kind of thing where it relates to fo- folks like us that, you know, love to party, and uh, uh, but at the same time we, we want to have a faith, you know. And it, I, I grew up kind of... Uh, my, my folks were kind of, not extremely strict, but they were kind of strict in, in this area, if you will. 
and I was often told not to drink at all, you know, and uh, th- that kind of thing. And but I always felt like it didn't it didn't get in the way of my uh, beliefs and my faith and so forth. And uh, some of the lyrics in that song really hit me. Like, um, I'm not sure what Jesus is hearing when I'm chugging a beer and uh, bourbon and what, the other. She'll tell us the line. There was another one there. And bourbon doesn't compare to. Go ahead, Linda. Yeah, that bourbon, <clears throat> bourbon or rice can't compare to Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> and trust me, I've drank from both cups. And Two. what really hit me was that line where it says, even when you think you're uh, in this yourself or by yourself, all you have to do is ask for his help, which right. is very true because there's a lot of times you think like, oh, am I the only one going through this or whatever? Right. And until you start really reaching out to people and kind of... Uh, reaching out you know in your faith and whatnot you, you, that's when you really find out that no you're not so and obviously uh, you know i'm not trying to encourage uh, uh, you know heavy drinking all the time you know you try to keep it in moderation but uh, i don't i really just i've never felt that way that it should affect your faith and in, in your beliefs and uh, I, I when i heard that that really hit home for me i agree and your thoughts as well you, th- you believe? Yeah. Do you believe, Especially Liz? when one's going through struggles or whatnot. I mean, maybe yeah. people tend to drink more or whatever. I don't. But, you know, it's it, as long as you're just keeping your faith and you kind of got that happy medium, you know. So we're going to bring on the author. She's back. And we just thought this was convenient since we had you on for the interview tonight. Erica Sunshine Lee, welcome back. Erica? I'm here. I'm cutting in and out a little bit, but uh, I can hear you. Oh, uh, Okay. So tell us about the song. What were you thinking when you wrote it? And uh, have you had other people tell you that, that they really hit home for? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's probably the most uh, emotional response out of any song that I've written other than Mustard Seed that I get. Um, people have different relationships with the alcohol. And I personally didn't drink until I was 24. And my really? parents never drank in front of me. And I just didn't really crave it or have the desire for it um then becoming a musician you know people just base everything around drinking all the time and almost expected you know yeah. you're almost guilted into not drinking yeah uh, or into drinking at, at shows and so for me it was like almost a, a hidden thing of when i drank because i didn't want people to know because i i did feel guilty for drinking it was like a kind of a bad you know no no or a taboo thing yeah and I guess I didn't want to disappoint God. And so for me, the times that I chose to drink were kind of more alone or in places I didn't know anybody. And I just felt like after a while, when I did start to really get into wine and drinking more in my late 20s, there were times that I felt like, man, is this been out of control? Because I don't remember the last time I didn't drink, you know, and it yeah. was not something that I really want to rely on. And I had alcoholics in my band and I've had a lot of friends that have struggled and battled with it, family members. And so for me, it was about putting on the brakes and knowing my personal limits and going, this is not who I want to be remembered as. This isn't what I want to base my life around. I don't want to feel like crap the next day. I want to be productive. I don't want to, you know, be hungover. And I don't want to feel like I have to depend on something to ever make me be a certain way or to just, you know, cope with life. And it's so easy sometimes to just come home at night and have a glass of wine and you end up having two or three. And then it becomes such a habit. And as a musician, you're constantly around this alcohol. So it's like an assumed thing. And then, you know, people that go out to bars might go out once or twice a week. But when you're playing them six, seven nights a week, it's just so easy and slippery slope. 
And so for me, it was kind of about grabbing the reins back and saying, well, if I don't need this, I don't want to live like this, and I don't want to, you know. So I didn't want to say, like, hey, this is for only alcoholics, because it's not. I mean, the song is about addiction, but it's also about making sure that nothing is prioritized over your faith. It's talking about being able to give God the control when you feel like things are kind of out of control or when you feel like you're going through tough times instead of running to alcohol or whatever, insert your vice there, you know, that we, we tend to run to whenever times are tough or stressful or whatever to try to alleviate that. I feel like for me, being able to turn to God and pray about it is obviously healthier for my body. It's uh, it's less expensive, you know, if it's yeah. not a bad habit. But, but for me also, those times, not only is it going to help you feel better physically, but the emotions of me being able to place my faith in God through tough times, especially like last year, I didn't drink for six months, and I just want God to be the place I run to and not the bar or not the fix, because really it's the only lasting fix that there is for me, and I've learned that my faith, whenever I'm going through anything, the answer is to pray. It's not to drink, you know? And so there's times you want to drink it away. There's times you want to forget the pain. There's times you want to bury it, but... um I've seen time and time and time again, all my friends and personally and in my family, when you do that, it's only temporary. It's always, you know, you can try to drown your problems, but they're always going to flip. And so I've just found when I hand my struggles over to God, you know, and be able to, it's not that you just, you know, don't have to worry about it anymore. I mean, that's what he wants. He wants us to not worry about. That's why he says, you know, cast your cares upon me. And so for me, being able to kind of hand that over to him alleviates that stress because he wants us to just trust in him so he can guide our path. And when we are running to other things, then we're not able to grow. And sometimes the hardships that we're going through are just meant to, to draw closer to God and to bring glory to him and to help others get through that situation. And if we take matters into our own hands, then we're contradicting the whole point of going through the trouble to begin with. So then it just kind of snowballs more problems on top of problems. Um, so anyway, that's kind of what was behind when I was writing the song. That was what I was going on through personally, and I've seen and, and seen a lot of my band members and family members struggle, even even die from you know alcoholism. And so I just don't want that to ever be what my life revolves around. And I'd rather be known when I leave this place as you know she loved Jesus, not she loved to go out and get drunk and have a good time. You know, there you go. Uh, but. While I also have a lot of friends that love to drink and party, and I write songs about drinking all the time because that's real life, and I know friends are, but I know a lot of people that do have issues and they don't want to come out and say it, and they might be battling it inside. So this is a song that I feel like can touch the people that might know they have problems, and then some of them that might not want to admit that they have problems. And I've had people come up crying at the end of the show saying, that's me. Like, I've totally gotten away from my faith. I started drinking too much, and I've... I realize that, you know, this is, like, totally pertinent to what's going on in my life right now, and thank you for sharing the story with me. And I even had a, uh, a listener to 94.9 The Bulls. She called into the radio DJ and said, I had not spoken to my mama for five years. I heard this song. I bawled crying. I called my mama. I ran to alcohol. I turned away from God. And now I don't even remember why we were fighting. And she said, thank you for playing this song, and thank wow. you, Erica, for writing this song. Wow. And I just was like, wow, that is such a powerful testimony. And a, and for me, if one person can turn their life around and restore a relationship with their family and to, to be safe and to not drink and drive and to, to pray more and to trust in God more, to draw closer to their faith, 
that's the sole purpose of why I write music, is to be able to help people and to be able to use my story, what I've gone through, which is why I think music is so powerful because it is a universal language and people that may never set foot in church are going to hear Amazing Grace when they buy my CD or when they come to my show. And hopefully that message will touch them and make them realize there's more to life than, you know, the problems we face, we can get through them with Jesus. We can get through them with God and faith and friends and family. Um, but when you throw in too much alcohol, it's like fuel on the fire. So for me, I, I just wanted that to be kind of that message that I leave behind. And so the music video, I had to use that story because it was real life. And that's why the music video depicts that. It's filmed in my hometown church that I grew up in, that I got saved in. Um, I was baptized in that church, the first Baptist in my hometown. My parents are still happily married after 47 years. And they're Christians, and they just encouraged us and prayed with us and prayed for us my whole life. So I'm grateful to them for being able to hand down the torch and the legacy of their strong faith, but to also want to pass that down to other people and leave it through my music so that there is a solution. You know, it's not like it's bad to drink. It's not wrong to drink as long as you can control it. But a lot of people use it to, I think, bury um, problems or to try to mask and hide things or to just drown everything out and, and I think that this this song has definitely accomplished that for me. I mean, several times I'm preaching to the choir. And when I'm playing it, you know, when I can find myself, you know, having too many drinks, too many nights in a row, and there's, you know, being on the road and going through stuff, and it's just such an easy way to kind of check out a life. But I think that what God wants us to do is to push through those problems and those hard times and to lean on Him so that we get stronger and we also develop that relationship with, with God stronger through those hard times. Fantastic. Very well said, Erica. And uh, it's a topic that's not uh, touched upon too much in music like what we do. And I think that's a very, like you said, you're reaching people that not normally would be listening to that. And uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like you said, they're listening to Amazing Grace and hearing a message that that uh, they should be hearing. And my whole life, I, like I was saying earlier, I, I was kind of told that just we can't drink at all. You know, it was like mm-hmm. it was black and white. So, and I always felt like, well, you know, can I, you know, can I have a few drinks on a weekend? You know, I mean, it was such a, a thing. So, um, to hear this, this kind of a song, it, yeah, it, it touched me and I'm sure a lot of other folks and, uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a great one. Thank you. And that's why I wanted to say I was drinking less and praying more because some, you know, I mean, there might be people that definitely had a problem with it and they can handle a couple of drinks and maybe it's just for my people not to go overboard and yeah. to have a good time but don't let it rule your life you know when you right. start making bad decisions or you get behind the wheel of a car or you hurt others around you that's when you know like this is a problem exactly and it's so easy to do it and not see it when you're trapped in the tunnel vision of the bottle but i think a lot of times um you'll know real easily by the decisions you make and the way you feel if it's kind of become maybe a problem you know and that's something that maybe not everybody has to cut it off cold turkey there's people that can go out and have a couple of drinks and be fine right. and that's why i wanted to leave this song open because i'm not saying it's wrong it's bad it's just that when it's hurting you or others around you then maybe you need to slow it down or maybe you need to go ask for help or maybe you need to just quit for a while you know and, yeah. and reassess why you're drinking because most of the time there is a cause when we run to something and we're running away from something else and that's why i figure like most people can relate to this song because we've all been there. And don't let it uh, affect your faith. Not, not too much drinking mm-hmm. and not enough praying. Go ahead, Linda. Exactly. I was just going to say, Erica, I love that you have so many songs, but yet you write them from your heart because 
you can ex- explain in such detail what this means to you. It's like, wow, you know, like uh, out of all the songs you've written, it's like each one you remember or the reason why you wrote them, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, well that's one thing about me is it's like a snapshot of my life. And so I think as a songwriter um, versus the artist, it's just singing a song. I know what I felt like when I wrote it. I know why I wrote it. I know where I was or where I was going through at that time. And my songs are real, whether they're a first-person song or whether Broken Promises is about divorce. And um, and that was about one of my friends going through it. And some people thought I'd been divorced because they heard the song. But for me, even if it's not a first person, it's a real situation that's affected me or somebody close to me. And I want to be able to put myself in their shoes or tell the story so that other people can gain, like, a little bit of wisdom or knowledge or, or like, no, hey, I'm not alone. Or this is how they handled it. Or this is what I can do. Or, and so I think that through the years, it's funny, it, it almost took me 14 or 15 years to realize that that's kind of my calling in life is to be able to write songs to not only help myself get through hard times or um you know just to heal and cope but to help others that are listening and that's what i want to do every song you know it needs to be purposeful and intentful and sometimes you just write songs because they're funny or whatever and that's fine because we can heal through laughter and i love being able to mix it up i don't ever want to just be remembered as you know the same thing every day like this is the this is the same song different lyrics or whatever um like same shit different day but um Mm-hmm. songs like that you know to me whether it's a fun song about karma which the message behind karma even though it's funny people laugh but it's real people get bullied all the time in middle school and high school and there's too many oh, yeah. kids going through depression and anxiety and getting bullied in school and, and there's not a lot talked about and even when I was younger yeah I got picked on in middle school and it was just really hard sometimes for people to be so cruel but they don't understand what the person's going through at home so those words you say might be the straw that broke the camel's back, and you don't ever want somebody to be hurting themselves or go home and kill themselves because of some stupid comment you made as a seventh grader at school yeah. about their hair or their outfit. And so I just want people to like know, even when they're reading my children's book, Billy the Bully, it's like those words you say matter. And so karma might be a funny song, but sometimes there's somebody in the room that's not laughing because they're the bitch that I'm talking about. They're the <laughs> person that was the bully. Yeah. And, and then there's other people that laugh because they know, like, hey, the tables could turn around really quick, and you might be the nerdy kid in high school, but then you might be the multimillionaire business person, and, and that person that was picking on you is is the person that's not so successful in life, and maybe they are the, the beer gut alcoholic hanging out at home, sad, troubled, divorced with, you know, a lot of problems they're going through, not to knock anybody that's divorced, because I know a lot of people that are, and it's not their fault. But I'm just saying that there's just, Nobody's got it perfect, and and the tables can turn really quickly. So overall, just like me being able to tell these stories, they are about my life, and they're about people that are real and affected other people around me. I think that's why the audience relates to them, and that's why I love being able to just use those real-life circumstances like mustard seed to encourage people, hey, if you haven't had a baby yet, keep praying. You never know what God can do. You know, if you hadn't gotten that job or if you hadn't gotten that picket fence house that you want, you know, maybe there's a reason. Maybe God's trying to teach you something in the meantime, and until you can really learn from that experience, then maybe you won't be rewarded with what you want. And sometimes the answer is no, and that's one of the hardest things to hear. But um, there's always, you know, a bigger plan. Erica, we're so happy that you're part of the uh, trap rock world now. I know you're, you've got your foot in the country and Americana, but we, you've been doing a lot of, with trap rock as well. You're such a talented uh, songwriter, sing, sing, singer, songwriter, and performer. And thank you so much for taking some time with us tonight. 
appreciate it. Thank you, BK, and thank you so much for having me on the show. Erica and uh, hopefully I'm planning on being some at some events this year. Hopefully, we'll run into you this year. September 11th, back in Tulsa. Hopefully, I'll see you there, Linda. Back in Tulsa. Want to go back? Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Linda, thanks so much for uh, helping us out tonight. It was fun. Fins up. All right. Thanks, guys. If you haven't seen the music video, be sure to go on YouTube and check out my new music video, Single for the Summer. And um, be sure to like, comment, and share it. And I did get my Facebook hacked, so I'm able to use Erica Sunshine Lane Music. But that's the only page I have access to right now on my Instagram. It's still up and working. So that's the scoop. Go to ericasunshinely.com and join the fan club. And hopefully I'll see y'all to show real soon. All right. Sounds good. I know there's all kinds of have it going on online there so i'm sorry about that Eric. Mm-hmm. all right fins up thanks for joining us tonight and thank you linda all right thank th- you this is uh what are we going to do here this is a brand new one from jason caraway he sounds a lot like randy travis an incredible voice the song is called in this boat brand new from jason on island time tonight <laughs> Chase the sun and watch the stars Tied up next to dockside bars Drank too much and had a lot of fun alone We felt the rain howled at the moon You winked at me and I kissed you Laughed so hard till I thought you might choke Like that July 4th the storms blew in we and headed in Feeling waterproof And we were completely soaked Memories from Manchester Cold Yeti drinks Red hot sunburns Sunset cruises We won't ever forget We made love And we made war Then we made up And made some more Lots of stories we still tell and some we won't Good and bad, we live them all right here In this boat We had playlists with our favorite songs And everybody sang along Kid Rock, Chesney, and CCR We lived it up like wild rock stars Partied out on long sandbars Sweated out a lot of rowdy nights before Like the day Bryce slipped and cracked his knee Trying to get a dose of from Melanie He never said a word but I know it hurt like hell Memories from Bannister, cold Yeti drinks, red hot sunburns, sunset cruises we won't ever forget. We made love and we made war, then we made up and made some more. Lots of stories we still tell and some we won't. Good man, we live tomorrow.
In the dark, we'll ride on a 
backs and counting stars where the cool grass grows. You and me going fishing in the dark.
some brand new music to the show there we just heard from brighton stole young 25 year old trap rocker who's making some waves with his debut album uh it's called the landlocked sailor and we just heard shadows on the shades from that album brighton is going to be doing this unique thing he's going to do house concerts all over the country all summer long stopping at trap rock radio shows when he gets a chance and then it's all going to lead up to meeting of the minds in key west and a very ambitious uh, tour this year, and uh, BrightonStole.com for more information. Brighton is planning on stopping by Island Time, in fact, during the month of September, so we're looking forward to that. We also had in there 
Brand new music from Percy Abel, Sandbar Pirates. And in this boat from Jason Carraway. He's out of Texas Way. And it's all on tonight's Island Time radio show. DK on duty. Speaking of Key West, Howard Livingston has some uh, information for you. Hey, everybody, this is Howard Livingston. And I'd just like to let you know that registration for Meeting of the Minds 2021 Party at the End of the World is now open. Yes, it is. And I'm so excited because I'll be performing with the Mile Marker 24 band and love to see everybody there. The Party with a Purpose takes place in Key West, November 3rd through the 7th. To register, visit phip.com. We'll see you there. Thank you, Howard. Man, there's so many events this summer. It's, it's amazing. I'm so happy everything's coming back together. People are getting together, having fun, listening to the Trump Rock. The boat trunks. I should have asked Linda Robb about that. Maybe she could call back and tell us about the boat trunks. They're having a big uh, celebration in Champaign, Illinois coming up. I think that's in uh, July. Anyway, Linda, maybe give me a ring back on that one. Welcome to our final hour of Island Time tonight, and over the uh, weekend, I, I heard the terrible news that uh, Billy Joe Thomas, B.J. Thomas, had uh, passed away, and uh, his music has meant so much to me ever since I was about eight years old, and uh, we'll talk about it as we play the music. I'm just going to do a little bit of mu- musical tribute to B.J. Thomas tonight. The first song that he uh, had as a hit I believe it was 1965. I'll double check that, but it was a Hank Williams song. So we're going to start to start the tribute off with that particular one. It is "I Am So Lonesome I Could Cry." B.J. Thomas tribute tonight on Island Time. Did you hear that Silence of a fallen 
Spots of a purple sky And as I wonder where you are I'm so lonesome Musical tribute to B.J. Thomas tonight on the Island Time Radio Show. That was his very first hit. I want to say 1965, but I will look it up here in a moment. Uh, It was a Hank Williams song, and uh, the hits just kept coming after that. He had another great one called Mama, which is played sometimes on uh, Mother's Day, you know, one of those heartfelt songs about your mom. And uh, I, I associate his music with my mom because in 1969, I remember buying this 45 for as a Christmas present, and uh, like my mom was going to sit there and listen to 45s, but uh, <laughs> it was from the very famous movie, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but that didn't mean a thing to me at the time. I never, I didn't see the movie at the time. I've seen it since, but uh, anyway, the song has always been an inspirational song, and uh, it, it even has new meaning for me right now with everything that's going on with my uh, health issues and so forth, so Let's check this one out from 1969. It is a classic, probably his best-known song, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David on Island Time. Raindrops are falling on my head And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed Nothing seems to fit those are falling on my head they keep falling so I just did me some talking to the sun and I said I didn't like the way he got things done sleeping on the job those raindrops are falling on my head they keep falling but there's one thing I know A 
raindrops keep falling on my head But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red Crying's not for me Cause I'm never gonna stop the rain by complaining Because I'm free Nothing's worrying me Yeah. 
B.J. Thomas, that one was a little bit later. It was in the 1980s. And a great, great song called Whatever Happened to Old Fashioned Love. And once again, I think of my, uh, my, my mother with that song because she loved it and she requested it. I ended up DJing my mom and dad's 50th anniversary uh, wedding party. Uh, in the uh, That was her request that night. So brings a tear to my eye to hear it even now. And we're going to end this uh, little musical tribute to B.J. Thomas with a song. I believe this thing should be like a big campfire sing-along, just like uh, Country Roads Take Me Home or Kumbaya or, you know, whatever. This, it, it's a great one. It's a great sing-along. Hey, won't you play another Somebody Done, Somebody Wrong song? A, a tribute to Billy Joe Thomas. What a great loss in music. And, oh, one little other item I wanted to mention. He did an album... In 2013, it was called The Living Room Sessions. And, uh, you know, with a much older voice, obviously, and, and the music was stripped down. It wasn't quite as produced. It was more of a unplugged session. But he went back and he re-recorded some of those classics in like a really unique style. And uh, I had downloaded some of those tracks at the time. And last night, I went through all my CDs, and I cannot find this thing. And then I went on Amazon to, to see if it was still out there. $250, yes. Amazing. So it's, a, it's a definitely, <laughs> I'm going to have to keep digging through the house and find that one. Anyway, let's wrap up the tribute with uh, this classic from 1974, B.J. Thomas on Island Time. It's lonely out tonight, and the feeling just got right for a brand new love song Somebody done somebody wrong song Hey Won't you play another somebody done somebody wrong song And make me feel at home While I miss my baby while I miss my baby So play, play for me A sad melody So sad that it makes everybody cry A real hurting song About a love that's gone wrong Cause I don't all alone Hey, won't you play another Somebody done somebody wrong song And make me feel at home While I miss my baby While I miss my baby That's gone wrong Cause I don't want to cry All alone Hey, won't you play Another 
Somebody done somebody wrong song And make me feel at home While I miss my baby While I miss my baby Won't you play another Somebody done somebody wrong song And make me feel at home Serving up true alternative rock to the cities of Sheffield, Rocky River, and Bay Village. Fasten your seatbelt. WBWC. Berea. All right, hope you enjoyed our little tribute to B.J. Thomas here tonight on Island Time. I looked it up, that uh, Hank Williams song, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, that came out in February of 1966. And, uh, hey, won't you play another Somebody Done Somebody Wrong song, was January of 1975. Very cool stuff. All right, and uh, we will miss you, B.J., great, great artist. One of my faves, like I said, of all time. We're going to... Back to the music. This is Jackson Turner. We're trap rocking on Island Time. Alive, it 
with Trapper Rockin'. Jackson Turner. <laughs> I love that thing from his new album, which is called We're No, it's called Trap Rock Nation. Kinda Nation. Trap Rock Kinda Nation. He's out of Jacksonville, Florida Way. Our remote co host Linda Robb is back. Linda? Yes, I am back. A promo girl's work is never done. I know. Were you dancing to that one? I was dancing to that one. I love that song. <laughs> Now, there's a big sweet, well, we won't get into all the details, but there's a big sweet 16 party in Jacksonville this August for Shore Life Radio, and Jackson is going to be playing a special show there, and he's also going to hook up with his sideman, Atomic Bacon. So we're, we're hoping to meet Jackson this summer, hopefully. That would be awesome. So I mentioned this Boat Drunks show, and you know all the details, because I think you're going to it, right? Oh, no, it's because I'm the promo girl for the boat drunks, too. Oh, wait. Really? I'm not. Just, joke. Just joking. Oh, okay. not tell you it like that, DK. But, um, <laughs> yeah, well, the yeah the, the game plan is I am going, and uh, if I go, it might be like the first uh, trop rock event I've been to since, uh, well, I guess since we were in Tulsa. Yeah, so, last yeah, year. I'm excited about that. Fantastic. But, um, so where? What was that? Where, when, and how, and, and so forth. Uh, 20th anniversary celebration. It's in Champaign, Illinois, which is where the boat drunks are from. And they're playing in a place called the City Center. So uh, I actually saw them play and record their last CD title tracks there. It was in, um, must have been 2019. It's kind of weird. It's like the whole COVID-19 year. It's like, wait, did we miss a year there? Yes, we so did. It must have been 2019. Yeah. But the city center is huge. And so I know they mentioned on their website that uh, don't, you know, um, they're kind of uh, getting back into um, opening up. And so there's not no pre-sale tickets, but the place won't sell out. And it's big. It's like, a, I mean, it, it just, it's a great sound. It's a big venue. That's an awesome place. And then they have a special race at the Hyatt. So all the information is on their Facebook page, the Boat Drunks. Excellent. So, and, and they're going to have, like, current and past members play. So it's oh, a big, cool. big deal. It'll be fun. So Jake Tater should be there. Yeah, exactly. Him and a bunch of other people that were in the past band. and hmm? Andy more... Waits. I don't know. They, I read that, and I'm like, wait, what? I didn't know he was in there. <laughs> well, what's the date again? Uh, July, what, you can't ask the important stuff like that, I don't know that, um, <laughs> July, July 3rd, the day before, uh, the 4th of July. Okay, 3rd of July, what day of the week is that, Lana? That is on a Saturday. Okay, so make your plans, folks, there's another Trap Rock event, and it'll just be the boat trunks, nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody else. Well, enjoy that show, and please, uh, give us a, a full report afterward. I will, for sure. All right. All right, Linda, get some sleep. I got to put some ice on my eye, and uh, <laughs> let's wrap this thing up tonight. It's starting to look pretty rough. Did you see the picture? Yeah, I did see the picture. <laughs> it's getting worse. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a mess. All right. Fins up to you. Okay. Thanks for checking in one more time. Yeah, no problem. All right, Linda Rob from Hudson, Wisconsin. You too, Linda. And we're going to do a couple more here as we get to the home stretch time of the show. This is a brand new song from Becky Denton from Paris, Missouri. Yes, she's got a new trap song. It is Sand Day on Island Time. <laughs> 
their little four-string tune There's a beach lit every night From the shine of that Pacific moon Monday's no different than the rest of the week The sun's on a playlist So hit repeat
ambition You might be craving the past You might be blowing off the future Living too fast You might be richer or poorer You may be black or white Every ray of the rainbow was part of the gathering light No matter who you are We're all singing up and wonderful world just chime in it's the season for making amends the more people singing the faster the healing begins just chime in
That is brand new music from Ricky Lamb. The album is called Pretty Good and You. And the song we heard was Road Song. We also had brand new music from John McDonald and the Mango Men. And we heard Island Bliss from John. And that is from his Islandology release that just came out not long ago. And another brand new track from Becky Denton, uh, Sanday. All right. Great new music here tonight on Island Time. It is home stretch time of the show. And you know what that means. We're thinking about perhaps after tonight's show. Social! Social! Mike Mad Dog Adams made his triumphant return to uh, Roundhouse Bar in Putin Bay this past weekend after a whole year off because of covid and uh, i haven't heard how the show was but i'm sure it was great and uh he's going to be selectively taking some dates here uh, as the summer progresses i think the next one is late june something like that but check him out at the roundhouse bar this summer all right as he returns to the stage speaking of brand new music we've got some more coming your way right now this is tall paul and christy bobel Their new album is called Whiskey and Wine. And uh, here's a song about uh, hanging out in the kitchen. Meet me in the kitchen. Tall Paul and Christy on Island Time. Meet me in the kitchen. We seem to gather in the kitchen. There's a lot of rooms and a basement too. But if you ever get lost, I'll tell you what to do. Find your way into the kitchen. In the kitchen, make your way into the kitchen. We'll make a little room for you. We've got a screened in porch, there's a big backyard, there's a living room that we disregard. There's a studio, there's about or three. But if you have a question and you're looking for me, I'll be hanging in the kitchen. We seem to gather in the kitchen. There's a bunch of rooms in a basement too But if you ever get lost I'll tell you what to do Find your way into the kitchen We'll be laughing in the kitchen Make your way into the kitchen And we'll make a little room for you I had a tiny place back in 89 
I was single then, it suited me just fine. I'd throw big old parties, all my friends would come. We'd drink Moss tequila and Jamaican rum. We'd stay up all night and have to shield our eyes when the morning came. And it was no surprise, we'd be chilling in the kitchen. We'd seem to gather in the kitchen. And there's a hundred rooms in a basement too. But if you ever get lost, I'll tell you what to do. Find your way into the kitchen We'll be laughing in the kitchen Make your way into the kitchen And we'll make a little room for you Someone you don't know If your friendship's strong And the mood is right I can guarantee That by the end of the night You can find me in the kitchen We seem to gather in the kitchen There's a lot of rooms In a basement too But if you ever get lost I'll tell you what to do Find your way into the kitchen We'll be laughing in the kitchen Make your way into the kitchen And we'll make a Right underneath that big old hot summer sun 
the sun is always up in the sky down there where the tiki bars never run dry down there where my friends help me get by feeling high feeling high feeling high i'd rather be drunk on a beach wearing bare feet and sipping on a little bit of rum i'd rather be drunk on a beach right underneath that big old hot summer sun Sitting in the sand, working on a tan Breathing in the salt water air Drunk on a beach, drunk on a beach somewhere Drunk on a beach somewhere Drunk on a beach somewhere Somewhere Job is over. I'll 
But until then, I'll pray for rain Because I'm jealous of the sunshine It gets to touch you every day Dying in three quarters 
Nautical Wheelers, if you never heard the story of that one, uh, Jimmy, when he was living in Key West, he found this square dancing group and uh, started hanging out at the uh, the nights when they would do the nautical wheeling. Yeah, they were called the Nautical Wheelers. And before that, Tiki Tiki Tom Toms and the Pineapple Beach Band with Jealous of the Sunshine. We had Jeff Randall in there with a brand new one called Drunk on a Beach. Tall Paul and Christy, their brand new release, and um, the song we heard was Meet Me in the Kitchen. If you haven't heard, I'm not sure if they're going to put that out on CD or not, but they're going to put it on vinyl. Yeah, so if you want to get some Tall Paul and Christy and crank up the records, it's coming out. That's right. And what is the name of that album? Ah, escapes me. It's Whiskey and Wine. That album's called Whiskey and Wine from Tall Paul and Christy Bobel. All right, that's going to do it for DK and the Island Time Radio Show. Thanks to Linda Robb, Erica Sunshine Lee. Fun show tonight. Hopefully next week my eye will open up again after my baseball incident. For more information, go to Facebook. Anyway, thanks for the uh, well wishes on that. All right, have a great week, everybody. But before we take off, we have a couple of reminders for you. Lou Del Bianco portrays his grandfather, and talks about his unsung contribution as Chief Carver, our nation's greatest memorial on Mount Rushmore. Lou will uh, use authentic photographs, timelines, and primary source documents to bring his grandfather's story to life. The special Zoom program from the Berea Library will take place on Monday, June 7th at 7 o'clock. Please register at 440-234-5475 or online at cuyahogalibrary.org. The Book Show, every week... Joe Donahue interviews authors about their book experiences. It's a celebration of both readers and writers. The book show airs every Sunday morning at 3 a.m. right here on The Sting. I plan to be here next week. We're going to take it week by week here, but I plan to be here uh, live for the show next Monday. So, God willing, we'll all be here next week. And I'm going to take the week after that off, and then we'll see what happens after that. All right. Thanks, everybody. We love all of you, and thanks for, for spending your Monday nights with us.